Good afternoon and welcome in to this Wednesday, December 8th, 2021 edition of the Dreamweight. As always, I'm your host Dylan and alongside me, the NBA guru himself, Elvis. How are you, sir? Great, Bill. Sitting on top of the AFC. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doesn't feel any better. Come on now. Oh. Uh-huh. Matthew Judon playing like a defensive player of the year. Everything's Matt looking Jones good for you. Away with the rookie here. Come on now. You heard him. They said they, they they said he's playing like a little Tom Brady. I could argue he's playing better than a little Tom Brady. Oh but my that's god! Yes, we'll we'll talk about that. But it's great to have you with us today. Kind of a small card on this hump day, but still money to be made. We're going to recap the game that went down on Monday in Orchard Park, then head to the great state of Minnesota for tomorrow's uh, matchup between the Vikings and the Steelers. Then we'll round up the show with some plays in the NBA, and I got a few college plays as well. But let's start with the game we saw in Orchard Park. Congrats. Big win, Elvis. First place in the division and sitting nice with the one seed, not in just your division, in the AFC. How do you feel? Great. Bye week is feeling great. Arguably the best defense in the NFL start there. Matthew Judon has snuck in and should be defensive players of the year. So mm, comeback player of the year. Because, you know, we all know he was a great talent, but mm. nobody expected this. Nobody expected this type of number first year in the league. So let's give some credit to Bell. Absolutely. Remember, last, last year without Tom, for the first time in the Super Bowl era, you know, 20 year dynasty, Bill Belichick actually broke the bank. Doc Rob Kraft, I need millions. I need 160 mil. And guess what? My man Bill Belichick built stuff. I'm not saying. It's all paying know, off. Just, yeah, we're not the to be, but I'm going to be honest, right now we are. Oh, absolutely. And you're playing we're, like we won it. Seven, we won seven straight games. I know. Oh, how could. Bill Belichick, trust rookie quarterback, the only attempt free pass. Guess what? Dylan, famous words by Coach uh, Edwards. You played to win the game. <laughs> Absolutely. I was just going to say that. I mean, all you guys did was run the ball down their throat, just bully ball all night at the line of scrimmage. Did honestly, did you expect the Patriots to just run the ball all night? I, I expect to run the ball against Wentz. So that was the first and third quarter. And that's, that's yeah. it. Did I expect the only attempt uh, pass? Absolutely not. <laughs> but I knew the majority of the game plan was run right down the throat. Yeah. And we've seen it happen this, against Buffalo. Jonathan Taylor ran it down the throat for almost 20 yards. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, I think, combined went for yards. Mm. And lo and behold, <laughs> we ran it down the throat. No, even with that, ten guys in the box, he yeah. still found a way. It that it's crazy. I on like third and long, you guys were running trap plays and counters. I was like, and they the, were getting some yards. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it was, it's so crazy. Everyone, I don't know if you were watching the Manning cast, but everyone in the whole world knew they were going to run the ball. And like you said, they put eight, nine in the box and they still couldn't stop you. And then sometimes you would get such a hole that Harris broke for that one big one, that one big one in the, in the end of the first quarter. 
I mean, it was just... McDaniels was a genius. The way he was running reverses, counters, moving guys yeah. around. Even though they knew he was running the ball, they were still on the... On what type of run is, what type of... It's yeah. motion, anything. Because they, they couldn't stop it. No, we at all. Him, but they didn't know we were going to run it. They had to guess. And yeah. that's the art of hope. I mean, I didn't expect them to only pass three times. And one time when Mac Jones checked out of uh, a run into a little short play action pass, you saw how mad McDaniels and um, <laughs> it it was. Like, <laughs> they said the, the next play, it was like, uh, I think it was, they didn't get it, it was incomplete. And he was mad. He was like, run the fucking ball. Oh. I, I mean, it was... Just saying, fuck it. Not they're not going to turn the ball over. They controlled the clock. I mean, I, to be honest, I was more surprised on how the Bills' offense couldn't get going. I mean, they started most of their drives on your side of the forty, and they they couldn't get anything going. I know the win was an issue, but I mean, they they got lucky. You guys blessed them on that punt return, and then they cashed in that that um that touchdown. But if that if it wasn't for that, it would have been a blowout. Yeah, Dylan, added to what you were saying, if the Kill Harry just backed away from that, you know, the wind was blowing. So I'm going to blame the Kill Harry on yeah. this because the wind was just out of control. Mm. Like, you don't expect it. You know, so it's not his fault. You know, he have ran out of there, but I'm not going to blame him one bit. <laughs> the wind is the wind. Yeah. But you take away that, we shut down this offense. Completely. I, I, you know, one day. But the fact that he was able to shut down Josh Allen, remember, Josh Allen has to rock it up and arm. Rock. They drafted that kid. Remember, he's from, he's from fucking Wyoming. He's you played know? in this. He's from Wyoming. Great. No excuse there. He's been there, done. I remember uh, talking about he, he was in there in one of their uh, camps. Probably when uh, Josh Allen, they said they kept with the rain. And then they saw it right then and there. Oh, so yeah, this kid. Probably was launching it. This was years ago as a teenager, and he was, they were saying like we couldn't even throw the ball that far. He's launching in the ring, <laughs> so you know he's a special talent. But Absolutely. you got to give credit to you know, Bill, Bill Junior. Like uh, said on the uh, on the show on the time interview, Bill is DC. Oh yeah, absolutely. Bill DC. You know Junior. You know Bill Junior, and then. Burke wanted to throw out there, not Patricia or whatever. But those are just we all know Bill's running. Absolutely. They said he is the head coach, but from, don't get it twisted. He has his hands fully in the defense. He is the DC. So. Yeah. And, and we should never have Dave Shepard. Or Letterman, whatever. Yeah. David Letterman? He, he disrespected my man Bill. He kept marking him, wiping, uh, wiping his nose on yeah, he goes, oh, like don't, no, just use your hand, Bill. Yeah, I saw that. But Joe Buck, yeah, I think, yeah. was the light of the night. Yeah, Joe Buck. Hey, uh, if you ever wanted to interview during a ball out, what game was that? Like, you play the Seahawks, that was the shot. Oh, my God. That, I don't know why he, that, that wasn't needed. That's not I'm going to be honest, that, bro, that was the most boring it was like 45 to 3 or something like that. They got blown out. Yeah, it was in, at MetLife. At MetLife. Shout out Jersey. 
But yeah, no, good win for the Patriots. Uh, you guys are on your bye now, right? Yes, sir. We both gave us Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are going to feel relaxed. And hey, that, that, in the locker room after the game, Bill said, this is why we practice in this weather for games like this. So it, it definitely paid off. The Bills actually this weekend, they're going on the road to Tampa. So we'll see. They need a, they need a win now. That's, that's going to be a great, great think, game. Think about it, Dale. We started by that Indianapolis coach at home, Bills mm-hmm. again at home, mm-hmm. and then we go down to Miami. Ooh. It's, always tough. it's always tough to win Miami. Yep. I'm here. I hey. slip up there. I'm confident. Yeah. Hey, seven strong going into the bye. You feeling lovely. I, I hear you, man. Uh, th- we t- closed on week 13. Let's turn the page to week 14 and head up to Minnesota for tomorrow's showdown between the Vikings and the Steelers. Vikings are home favorites. Uh, lane three with your over under 43 and a half, 44 some places. How are you approaching tomorrow's game? I'm just picking a winner, man. I don't know what to expect. Defensively, they come show. So with these uh, watch. He's the beast. Sunday night. That was just, he's a record. So, could I see him taking over the team? Yes. But could I also Kirk Cousins leading this Minnesota team to a win? Absolutely. Especially at home. You know, tough heartbreak loss. A line. I know they're going to come out with some type of intensity. Come on, I just lost the line. So, it's no way you're about to lose back-to-back the line and then Pittsburgh out. You're not going to do that. So, with that being said, I'm thinking the money line. I know it's a little high. I might, but I don't do this off. I might get this one. Wow. I mean, I, for me, Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook are both questionable. Minnesota, they're one in eight ATS as a home favorite the last two seasons. So I'm staying away from the side of the game. I don't want to back the Steelers coming off their biggest win of the year and Big Ben on short rest. I don't want to back the Vikings with two of their best offensive pieces possibly being out. And Kirk nah, Dylan's go- Dylan's the game. He's going to play. Well, we'll, we'll see. Everything's questionable Dylan's- right now. I know. Um, and Kirk Cousins in primetime, we all know that, how yeah. that goes. <laughs> what? Three with you there. Right about that. The Vikings, they're 3-11 and ATS as a favorite, and the Steelers are 17-15-1 as an underdog, dating about dating back to last year. So I'm going to go over 43 at minus 115. The Vikings, they're averaging 26 points per game while also giving up 26 points per game. They rank 30th in defense while ranking 6th on offense. They both struggle to run, uh, stop the run, so I think Najee Harris is going to have a day. The Steelers have also allowed 4.8 yards per carry, the league's most, and players might be out, but this week against the Lions last week, they still were able to put up 33 points. So the over is 41 in the Vikings last five games. I'm going to ride with the trend in the stats and go over in the game. I think both teams are going to be able to put points up. So we'll hopefully they go over and hopefully Vikings sneak out a win. They need it because besides Matt Nagy, I think Mike Zimmer is the next hottest the next coach on the hot seat. Might be right. Two back to back, you know, Unsuccessful season. Last season, he went about eight and eight, missed the playoffs. This season, you have a chance to get in. It's right there for the taking. You, they have complete control of their own death. If they win out, they make it the play. They might even get a stick if they win out. Yeah. So, 
it's up to them. They lose this game. And they have they have the talent. Yeah, that's another thing. This is a must win for both. Steelers are fighting. Mm-hmm. Minnesota is right in the middle, in the middle of the playoff. So Pittsburgh lose, they can't afford. We still can't Minnesota, so I'm gonna have to roll with the home. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. Uh, let's go to the hardwood. A lot big, big, and a lot of games tonight in the NBA. Dude, I'm gonna sit back, let the guru do his thing, feed the people some winners, Elvis. All right, baby, let's start here. Uh, well, first of all, let's start off Monday. Kick back to Monday show okay. real quick. I apologize. For some reason, I ended up teasers on Monday show or two teasers, and all the teasers hit for my straight back thoughts. <laughs> How does that happen? I have no idea, but guess what? It happened. I'm gonna come back today, but false got Do what you. But some winners get given out. I'm taking Washington tonight. I'm gonna take a minus I know Washington. Uh, just a little bit start of the season, but this Detroit team can't back them. So I'm gonna take Washington minus the point tonight. Still, you're next. Let's go. Mixtape. Coming off a of back-to-back. And they're on the road. Gotta take the case. I'm sorry. I, I took you high on the I don't feel like Knicks are pretty good damn team. It's just the record wouldn't show it. But I have faith in Knicks. So if anything, I'll lean Knicks to cover. But I'm just taking cases on the money line. Real high, but I'm sorry. I just have to pick that. Game. And then... Yeah. I'm taking it tonight. I'm taking the Clippers money line. Last night, Boston lost to the Lakers. Not mm-hmm. a road trip. It's not like too much of a road trip, but it's still back back to back in LA. Lost uh, Lakers last night by fifty. I took them plus three and a half. Yeah, Boston so did I. Oh my god! And, the and one it, day the Lakers covered. Yeah, I was just going to say, the Lakers are the league worst covering machine. And actually, the Celtics have been good as of late covering. And I was like, oh, plus three and a half? Cool. Bro, I... And by the way, the quarter point for the Celtics, Yeah. Oh, second half come, here comes big three. 360, what they call it. But tonight, I'm taking the Clippers. They're rested. They're at home. I know it's not much road trip, but... I'm taking the Clippers money line at minus one forty six, and then I got two two way teasers. I'm taking Toronto minus one. I tease them down, and then Milwaukee plus a half point. Yes, my man. Remember, Toronto's playing OKC. We all saw what happened last OKC, and then with Milwaukee, my name. I would have took the if my, but. If Miami have been playing better lately, but I'm be honest, fuck her team role. They're getting hot. Yeah. Giannis playing back at it. He's got the third or fourth in the league in points per game. So I expect him to keep rising. You know, everybody's getting healthy. Chris Middleton is coming back. It's gonna be a you know a wrecking ball. Mm-hmm. And then I also I I'm confident also Toronto again back down. Minus one, and I'm taking Denver plus a half. I know some injury. A lot of you know facing playing, but I'm 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 going against the Pelicans every chance I get. Did you see that picture of Zion at the? Bro, they talking about the East Coastway Street Church. Yeah, he looked huge. He looks like an NFL lineman. I'm not gonna lie, that boy looked huge. 
Bro, it's so sad because he is one of the greatest talent. Bro, 36, what, 7? Bro, you saw his broad. That's a big First buck, he might be 130 now. Now, hitting golf balls. <laughs> like, come on. I just saw that picture the other day, and I said, I, said I, I thought he was supposed to be hurt, getting better, losing weight. That boy playing Xbox. Eating McDonald's. But I have one play in the NBA tonight. Uh, yesterday, I had two. I took the Nets minus one and a half. Great bounce back. They weren't covering the whole game, but late, they came through and pulled out that for me. And I also was on the Celtics plus three and a half, but motherfucker, they didn't cover for me. But... Looking to bounce back tonight. I only have one play. I like the Knicks-Pacers game over 209 at minus 112. Both teams began the season playing toward the under. But as of late, both teams have been trending and playing toward the over. Scoring a lot of points, playing no defense. The Knicks, they're 6-1 and one toward the over in the last two weeks. While the Pacers are 6-0 and oh towards the over at home in their last two weeks. So I'm going to ride with this trend and go over 209 in the Knicks-Pacers. Typically, I'm I'm an under guy, and I, I like to take the unders. Two players already, two over. So that'll tell you something there. It's not one of your normal episodes. Um, I have two college plays. Anything for you in the college? Uh, a lot of games. Me to say this, yeah, hate to say this, but I like Wyoming. Plus, uh, who do, who does Wyoming play? Arizona. Okay, <laughs> yeah. a lot, that's a lot of points, though. Yeah, it's a lot of. Yeah. And I also will Minnesota plus seven, but like I said, against early, Michigan State, I'll be back. I'll be back. In- yeah, I, I, uh, I like uh, Minnesota. I was leaning toward that as well, even though I am, I like Sparty. It's, I think it's, it's a little too many points, and Minnesota is playing well toward the this half of the season. So, my two plays: first one, Wisconsin minus four at minus one ten. This Wisconsin team is super efficient, only turning the ball over around nine times per game. And they've been getting good guard play and down low play from Tyler Wall and Stephen Kroll. And with the Indiana team, they turn the ball over around 16 times per game and they're not efficient with the ball. Careless. I think both teams are going to be able to get their shots, but it might come down to some late game fouling. And I think that favors the team who's better at the free throw line. And that's Wisconsin. They shoot 79.5% for the charity stripe. And I think they have the better backcourt, and especially being home in front of your home crowd in Madison, I think this is going to be a true road test for Indiana. So I'm going to lay the four, trust in the Badgers. That's going to be my first play. And my second play is TCU minus two at minus 112. They're going up against Utah. And Utah, they've they've defended decently to start the year, but TCU is very versatile, and they do a good job getting buckets from all over, shooting threes, down low, mid-range. Plus, TCU's, they're going to have the best player on the court in Mike Miles. 17 points per game, five assists. And with Utah, I feel like most of their points are by three. So it's kind of like sand cut dry. They live and die by the three. And as a team, as a team they're only shooting 32% from three. So I think TCU, they're going to be able to control the glass, control the pace of the game. So I think it's a small number, but I'm going to lay it with the Horn Frogs at minus two. So those are my two plays. We gave you an NBA. We gave you Thursday Night Football. Anything else, Elvis? Can the Red Sox spend some money and sign somebody, please? 
It's a lockout. We don't even know if there's going to be a season. I agree. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Dream Wager. We will see you guys on Friday. Yeah, Friday with more picks, hot takes. Please follow along our social media, Twitter and Instagram at the Dream Wager. You can find all of our episodes wherever you're listening to podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. If you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, give us a review. All that good stuff helps us out tremendously. Be a friend, tell a friend, and we'll see you guys on Friday.